This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 48 is something special, man. I know. So it's a catch-22. I want to get better, but I don't want to dial us out trying to catch him. The Dale Jr. download starts now. All right. With Mike Davis and Dustin Lee, I am Taylor Zarzer. Welcome to the Dale Jr. download. Dale Earnhardt Jr. finishes second at Texas Motor Speedway on Sunday, his fifth second-place finish of the season, his 23rd of his career, his best finish there in 10 years there at TMS. He climbs to fifth in the point standings with two races to go. We'll have post-race reaction from Dale Jr. and Stevie, and uh, we've got plenty of great stuff here on the program today, Mike. Yeah, we do. And first of all, Taylor, great job in Texas uh, working for the Performance Racing Network this weekend. It was a lot of fun listening to you on Pit Road. Uh, and you're not even back yet, which is why you're on the phone and not in studio. But, uh, but yeah, uh, you actually got to sit down with Dale Jr., Latart, and TJ Majors exclusively for Dirty Mo' Radio. And from what Jr. tells me, man, it's podcast gold. Um, well, it was gold, but what happened? we didn't record it. What, what do you mean we didn't? Well, we tried to record it, and um, we got some really good stuff, but... Junebug, the little uh, Pomeranian dog that I believe is Amy's, is that right? Yes. Okay. She's she's sitting on the couch while we're doing this interview in the, in the motorhome. Killer is staring holes through me, by the way. That's Dale Jr.'s dog. And we're all sitting there, Latart, TJ, Hogue, me, Dale Jr., and these dogs. Well, about 10, 15 minutes into our podcast that we're doing, uh, Amy walks by the motorhome, and Junebug starts going crazy, barking like crazy. And and Junior says, "Man, shut this off! You, you got to stop this. I don't, I don't want Junebug part of the podcast here." And I may have hit the wrong button. Whoa, whoa! All right, let me get this straight. This sounds awfully similar to my dog ate my home. You're literally yeah. bringing no, no. dogs into your excuse, yeah. right? No, no, Junebug didn't eat the podcast. He made me delete the podcast. <laughs> well, so I'm sure that there was nothing really good that you got from Junior, though, right? Um, he talked about uh, when he won in Texas in 2000. I played some clips of him winning in Texas, and he it really hit him between the eyes. He talked about how uh, Dale Sr. was in victory lane with him afterwards and, and actually left him uh, and made him fly on another plane, and that was really funny. He, uh, he talked about the things he doesn't like about Steve Letarte, which doesn't seem possible. Um, oh, so, yeah. He talked so, about so. an incredible feud that's going on right now between TJ, Dale Jr., and Brad Keselowski in the Madden League that they've had for years. Uh, and they got kind of angry at each other about that. He talked about Movember and how important that is to him. Um, Actually, Taylor, you know what? We did get a, we, we did find that file. Dustin, go ahead and play it. There you go. Yeah, um, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. He Oh, he talked about if Jimmy receives preferential treatment or not at Hendrick Motorsports or in NASCAR in, in general. So, yeah, we got some we, – we had some good conversation. We just didn't record. Did you get anything? Yeah, yeah, actually we did get something. Um, and I have that we'll for you coming it. up a little bit right. later on well, in, the, so, in the podcast. So, well done getting uh, yeah. uh, four minutes of a, uh, what, 45-minute interview? 
Uh, well done there, We got Tyler. a little more than that. We actually got a little bit more than that, and we have some other parts of it that we'll play in, in weeks to come. But there's one part in particular that we did record that we, we will have to play coming up. But before All we right. do that, Mike, we, we need to talk about this race yesterday. It's a good race. Um, listen, I thought Dale Earnhardt Jr. had a top ten car, top five car. I don't know necessarily if they had the second best car on the track, but as Dale Earnhardt Jr. said, incredible teamwork between Steve Letard and Dale Earnhardt Jr. gave them a second-place finish. And I know, Mike, there's going to be a whole lot of people out there that say, well, you didn't win. If you ain't first, you're last, tired of finishing second, want to win a race. I can assure you that everybody on the 88, namely Dale Earnhardt Jr., felt that way too after the race. But um, if you want to try to compete for a championship in years to come, you have to have days like Dale Earnhardt Jr., Steve Letard, and the 88 had yesterday. Well, we said it last week. Uh, you you got to put yourself in position to win, and he did that. He just happened to uh, have deity up in front of him, and I don't think anybody was going to touch the 48 yesterday. Did you? No. No, I mean, no, he was, he was like, on a different was in, planet. Yeah, yeah, he was in his own hemisphere there. But j- j- I'm telling you, man, everything was clicking for the 88. I don't remember. Actually, there was a part of the race of like a lap, around lap 130 that he dropped out of the top five, but he literally – yeah. was in the top five most of the afternoon. There was one immortal yesterday, and the rest were mortals. Dale Jr. won the mortal division, and, right. and Jimmy Johnson was in his own hemisphere. And he was a straightaway ahead of everyone, Mike. I mean, listen, he, he was just ridiculous how dialed in they had that 48 all weekend, and, and nobody was going to come between him and, and, and that victory. So you have to tip your cap. And, but I know people are frustrated. They're tired of watching him win. They're tired of Dale Jr. finishing second. And I can promise you Junior feels the same way. Well, uh, Reaction Theater will give us a good idea yeah. of where the head of Junior Nation is right now. It's uh, quite interesting. I'm sure that it is. Well, let, let's hear some uh, some race chatter. As a uh, performance racing network a pit reporter yesterday, one of my assignments was to listen to everything that was going on with the 88 yesterday. And, and here's one clip. Dale Junior and Steve Letard assessing the tire situation early in the race and forecasting what they expect on the afternoon. Junior's about to restart fifth. And this is after the third caution. One outside, one outside the 14. Now you're clear, clear to the grass. Get some there, right there. Okay, there you go. We're going to be fifth right there. Good job. Two tires, this is a bad choice, in my opinion. Places wearing them out worse than Rocky. Yeah, man. If we were going to do two, we wouldn't even come in, and we had to come in. So, I agree. Rights, rights are not the choice today. It's a long race. You're doing a good job with your feedback, doing a good job with the car. You know the deal, man. It's just like that Michigan race, me and you rode out of early. You know, we looked up, and the guys that were running a lap or two down, heck, they ran the top ten. This race is going to be the same way. We just got to block and tackle all day long. We'll be around for the last couple of runs. Yeah, simple. You know, Taylor, one thing I noticed about this was that uh, usually you had the 88 doing two-tire pit stops uh, just to try to gain track position, but you didn't see any two-tire pit stops from the 88 yesterday because of the tire wear. What's interesting and I think that we need to give a huge prop to the pit crew because, by my count, they picked up a total of seven positions in the pits yesterday. And in this case, this was one of the few pit stops where they didn't actually gain positions, but they but they uh, they came in fifth, went out fifth. But two two cars in front of them took two tires, and that's what they're alluding to, where mm-hmm. the cars in front of them had two tires, and uh, they didn't think that was going to work for them. No, and it, it didn't work for anybody yesterday you no. had to have four uh throughout the entire day and, and i and you're right about uh just the the incredible job the 88 crew did I, I spent a big portion of the day standing right with them and uh and watching them work and they're as good as it gets 
in all of NASCAR. I really believe that. I think the 88 crew is as good as any crew in the, in the entire sport. And um, watching Kevin Harvick's crew and Martin Truex's crew to my right and, and watching Kurt Busch's crew and Brad Keselowski's to my left, uh, there was no comparison. 88 crew had the best, so an incredible job yesterday. Let's hear uh, Dale Jr. and Stevie under the fifth and final caution, strategizing for the final 75 laps, discussing how they can uh, steal a win from the dominant 48 car. 48 is something special, man. I know. So it's a catch-22. I want to get better, but I don't want to dial us out trying to catch him. You know, 75 to go right here. Everybody has to stop once for a few. It'll be interesting to see how it gets broken up. Well, I think we short bit, you know. I think we've come in 10 laps early or something. You know, gamble a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. We're running fifth with 14 or 15 on the lead lap. I would lose eight spots to try to win one. So if everybody's out there just riding around, I might break it up right in the middle. They're going to have to come. They can't sit there and watch us. Yeah. Worst thing we'll do is lose a lap, and there's, you know, it's not that far back. Yeah. Love that gambling talk, don't you there? Absolutely. And, and I tell you, they did it. And they did short pit, and Joey Logano, uh, after the race in the media center, was like, what would y'all do? How would y'all get in front? How would you stay in front of me? And he was real frustrated because he thought he had a better car at the end of the race than Junior did. But Junior was able to stay in front of him and hold Logano off and, and use up uh, Joey's tires, too. And really, Dale Junior just drove his ass off, I thought, yesterday. I mean, he did an unbelievable job of, uh, of racing Kenseth real hard and fair and that used up his tires. And then later on, he's he's able to hold Logano off and stay in second place. So I just uh, listen. I, I know everybody wants to win, and I, I can promise you. I mean, I was there watching them yesterday, Mike. These guys desperately want a victory badly, but they had a hell of a race yesterday. One other thing, Taylor, is uh, the colder temperatures. You were there. I wasn't. How cold did it get? Because I know that they were talking about a temperature drop. Our car actually seemed to respond well to it. It was 70 degrees or 68 degrees, somewhere around there, uh, around 1 or 2 o'clock, and it had to be 48 by the time the, the race finished. I mean, it truly did drop about 20 degrees in the wind. I mean, they, we had some big-time, you know, 15-mile-an-hour sustained winds, and I know that Junior could, said he couldn't feel it inside the car, but I certainly could feel it <laughs> behind his pit box. Uh, but, it, you know, it did. The temperature definitely played a big factor. We mentioned all that short pitting, and you heard him talking about it there. Uh, now, I want you to hear this clip. Before and after the final green flag stop, this is Dale Jr. actually short pitting here and cycling out the second. Yeah, just loose, like I was before. Before I got it. Yes, sir, I'm going to fix the next stop. This time. Come this time. This time. Four tires. Four, but he got no pressure at all. Already cleared by turn of the 24. He knows you're pitting there. 4,100 this time. Clearing. Clear out. Ten away. Yeah, no problem. Right here, buddy. Five, four, three. Two, one, four tires. Clear, 41, 41, 41, all clear. There you go, bud. Go get him, man. 48 just off the pit road down here, outside of 38. All right, bud, you'll cycle P2. We got 33 to go. Why don't you make sure your tire fans are on to run 33? We probably want those on. I got to tell you, man, I know our crew is awesome. Our pit crew is awesome. And I know they short pitted. I still don't know how they came in fifth and cycled out to second mm. there. I've th- was it that great of a pit stop that on a green flag, on a green flag stop, everybody's at full speed, they gained three spots by short pitting? They, they did. Uh, Kyle Busch also had to serve a drive-through penalty. And so that, 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 that was one spot that they got. And, and Kyle was uh, just ahead of him 
uh, on Pitt Road. But, um, yeah, no, it was. There's no question. I mean, I, just watching Kevin Harvick, Martin Truex Jr., and Kozlowski come in about the same time, uh, they, they had to pick up three seconds on Pitt Road. To be able to do that, it's not just the actual pit crew work, but Dale Jr. Had to, would have had to nail his entry into pit road, had nailed his exit on pit road, and, that, and that's maximizing every ounce of speed out of that car yeah. that you can get without getting a penalty. Everything would have had to have been perfect, and they gained three spots. It put them in second for the final stretch. It was an amazing job. Well, it was an amazing job, Mike, and I don't want to take any credit away from the 88. What impressed me more, though, is how he held off Logano. I, sure. I just don't know how he did that because Logano did have fresher tires, uh, he did have a normal pit stop, and he had a better car at the end of the race. But Junior absolutely drove the wheels off that thing, protecting the entire track. And I, I talked to Logano right after the race, and in a, in a fun way, he was like, how did that guy stay ahead of me, man? I should have had second. And uh, Junior just did an excellent job there. So good for him, man. Great job by him. And, and then after the race, I, I caught up with Dale Junior, and I caught up with Steve Letarte to talk about it. Let's first hear from Junior. And we're on Dirty Mo Radio on the Dale Jr. Download, a second-place finish, your fifth of the year, your 23rd of your career, and your best finish here in 10 years. How about that? That's all impressive. Uh, we've got two, uh, three runner-up finishes in the last six races. So the team's coming around. We really um, prepared ourselves well for the chase, I think. It's starting to show that we had all our, uh, all our, stuff, in order, all our stuff in order, and, and uh, we just got a teammate that's equally as good, if not better. And... Uh, so it's tough to outrun him, but uh, we're, get, we're getting real close to getting one of these wins, and, and that'll do, uh, do a lot for our team going into the offseason. Uh, Reaction Theater is going to be great, but uh, it's blame Jimmy time again. Nobody, yeah. nobody understands the history of the sport as best as you do. I mean, this guy's right there with the greatest ever, right? He, uh, yeah, I, I was thinking that several years ago. When you win five championships in a row, uh, you're, in the, you're in the argument for sure. Um, there's a lot of guys that are in that argument, but but he's got to be proud to be uh, mentioned among them, and and uh, and obviously he's still not done. So I'd like to win those championships instead. We're going to work hard to do that, and uh, you know if we ain't going to get it done this year, but man, we are close, and we keep getting better every season. So maybe next year's a deal. All right, we're going to go keep Mike Davis in line. I'll see you. Thank you. Keep Mike Davis in line, huh? Yeah. Somebody's got to do it. Uh, I, you know what? I brought all the audio files that I recorded this weekend. <laughs> well, I got something for you coming up here in just a second. But first, before we do that, I also caught up with uh, Steve Letart after the race. And, um, again, he he wants to win badly, but uh, felt good about their second-place finish. Okay, now now we're going to talk to the main man, Stevie Letart, here on uh, the Dale Jr. Download. Steve, uh, Jimmy's just at a, on another planet, but uh, five seconds this year. You guys, I mean, to say y'all are close would be an understatement. Yeah, five seconds with at least three of them to Jimmy Johnson. That, that three seconds to Jimmy must add up to a win somewhere. Uh, he, I mean, I mean, it's no secret why he's got five trophies. I mean, the guy's really amazing, but I'm proud of Dale Jr. You know, he uh, really all three years, he came over to our building. He came over uh, with an open mind on he'll drive whatever we put underneath it, and um, I think it showed with our consistency and he deserves some trophies. I'm disappointed we haven't been able to get him one, but he deserved one this year. Yeah, he does. And you got to be really proud as a Hendrick employee of what you saw out of your driver today. You fought Kenseth there for a spot for what seemed like 30 laps and then uh, obviously held Logano off. And, and Mr. H came by to, and, and certainly recognized it, too. Yeah, we know our role, man. Our roles are run as good as we can. And if the 48's the winner, we better be somewhere between him and the 20. If we haven't done that, then we haven't held up our end of the bargain at Hendrick Motorsports. But, uh 
It's fun. It's always fun to race. I mean, four hours Sunday afternoon is the best part of this job. Junior Nation, there's only one snack food that has to be on the table during races. It's Dale Junior Potato Chips. Go to dalejrfoods.com to order your bags today or find out where you can buy them. You can do it all at dalejrfoods.com. All right, let's go off the grid, Dustin. Off the grid. So, yeah, Mike, we, again... We had a little recording trouble with the podcast, with some parts of the podcast. We do have some parts left. For whatever reason, one of the parts that made it that we actually did record was um, all about Mike Davis. You know, if I, was a ju- to- if I was a junior fan, I would be shouting conspiracy. Well, If that's the only piece that you, get, you ended up with, the one about me, I would say conspiracy. No, it's not the only piece that I ended up with. It's the only piece we're going to play today. <laughs> okay. So, without further ado, here we go. All right. Last thing, guys, before we shut this podcast down is um, we need some we need some more dirt on Mike Davis. I mean, this guy, his whole mission God, in life. So hard to find dirt on him, though. I think we can think. I think if we think about it for a minute, because. He, I mean, all the time he's trying to find dirt on me. He's trying to find dirt. I mean, everything is about trying I will, to find dirt I know, on Dale there Jr. Is, there is a, I know one little piece of dirt on him. He's been trying to shut down the 360 for Uh-oh. six months, 12 months. I've been telling him over and over how much the fans appreciate it and like it. <laughs> I love this. I think, I think they should call in. I think that's what the theater should be. They should he's call like, in, yeah. and they should explain to Mike Davis why the 360 should yeah. continue. He's like, man, it's we've done it all. We've done everything. I'm like, no. You know the fans like it. You're, you know, it. You got to keep it going. And now that we've got Har- Harvick coming over, he's yeah. going to have all these great ideas. He's great. He's, he's going to blow all Mike yeah. Davis's ideas out of the water. Out of the water. Yeah. Um, since your name is on the building, can you please make sure that you give permission on this podcast that we use what you just said? Because you know Davis is going to say, "Oh, we got to cut that out." Well, I mean, it, you're. We're all here doing the work. I don't see Mike Davis around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that one's. Do if 360 is not there. I think that's exa- precisely the point. I think he was just trying yeah. to get his feet up on uh, yeah. the desk and take it easy for a little bit. I mean, I don't know what Mike's going to do if that's gone. I hope there's maybe a work at Alabama. Hey, it'll have something to do with that. You lost how, him at work. Think of how heartbroken Martin Fredericks and Tyler Overstreet would be. There's a lot of. There's a lot of. Uh, he doesn't think about anybody but himself. That's right. He doesn't. It's good stuff. It's yeah. good stuff. Stevie, anything you'd like to participate with? No, no, I'm staying out of this. This okay. one here is a family feud, and, and I'm, I'm a distant cousin down at Hedrick Motorsports, so I'm going to let the JRM 360 battle happen. I've, I've done my part when they've asked me to be on it. You know, to, to Dale's point, see, I'm contributing. See, when they ask me, and on a volunteer basis, I mean, I work at a whole other company, but I put my time and effort into the 360 for the fans. I'd be really disappointed if Mike couldn't find a little spare time during the week just to help the fan base out. <laughs> if, if, it might, if the 360 goes away, I think it'd be definitely um, – Hogue takes a lot of weekends off, so I think that would definitely be an opportunity for Mike Davis to get back on the road a little bit, you know. Um, Speaking of Hogue, I don't – I think – I see all the dog food is gone. It, it, the, the bowls are clean. Is, is Hogue been eating any of that or – or just the dog, or just killer and, and June bug. I don't know. We got to put some more water in Hogue's dish here. <laughs> that was one of the best pranks of the year, by the way. Was with when you <laughs> oh, yeah. gave him the dog treats. Gave him the dog treat. Yeah, that was, that was in Pocono. Yeah, chicken jerky. They clean yeah. your like, teeth. I'll tell you something with Mike Davis real quick. We went to Talladega, and uh, we were. I was staying in like the next room, and he was like, "All right, we'll call you in an hour. We'll go to dinner," which I know you're probably not going to hear from him again. 
Well, he walked in his room, and I turned around. I snuck in his room, and he didn't know I went in there. And I went in the bathroom. I waited for him to go and, and set his bags on and everything. Well, I kind of slowly, I started turning the water on and stuff in there, and he creeped up to the door and was scared to death, man. <laughs> <laughs> he come in there, and I scared the heck out of him, man. That's <laughs> funny. That's good. That is that is good. Well, we do appreciate him, and um, I appreciate you guys for letting us do this podcast. I I am the most blessed guy in the world that I know. I have six sources of income right now, which is which is wonderful. And hey, listen, I got to pay for those kids, but uh, I love doing this. Well, I appreciate this, it. It's, this has been a lot of fun this year, and you know, you often talk, Dale, about your fans and just how Junior Nation is just incredible and in, and in the passion that they have, and I I. I certainly had always noticed that at the track, but be, giving them their own podcast, you know, where they can call in with Reaction Theater and everything, is it's really been eye-opening to me. Yeah, so. it's it's a lot more fun when the fans can be a part of it and interact, and you know, just like they're able to show their personality on on the Reaction Theater, and uh, that's that's probably been one of the most enjoyable things we've actually created mm-hmm. uh, this year, and. Uh, you know, who knows where it can go from here. That's right. We got some fun ideas for the future. Go get them. Thanks, man. All right, man. We're on it. <laughs> That's pretty good, Taylor. That's pretty yeah. funny. Almost, almost wish I could have heard the first half hour. <laughs> well, uh, you can't. <laughs> well, do I get to respond to any of this stuff? Sure. Okay. Well, let's see. Where should we start? All right, 360. I, listen, 360 was my idea, so I felt like I had some type of uh, say-so in how long it goes, right? Well, you want to shut it down, though. I mean, no, no, no. That's that's not actually true. I wanted to see. I wanted to challenge our our team uh, to see what is next. You know, um, it, maybe there's something big, bigger and better that we can do. And and so that's kind of how I was thinking. Uh, th- I was along those lines. Like maybe maybe we can do something that takes uh, 360 and then some. Yeah. Um, and so I was talking with Junior about it, and uh, Junior said, "No, that's not an option." Now, in, in, in fairness to Junior's point, I will say this, and I am proud of this. I found out just even last week that Jerem 360s this year have generated more than a half a million clicks on jrmracing.com. And Did, you want to shut it down. Yeah, well, I didn't know that at the time. But it, 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 in 2014, just this year alone, it's uh, generated more than a half a million uh, clicks on our website. So with that being said, okay, maybe we'll keep it going. And you're, you're right, the Harvick thing – brings new life to us and i like i that. didn't uh, junior said that i didn't say that well that's true but he's right about that because uh, you know junior and i were talking about that last week about kevin harvick because harvick keeps coming to me with all these new ideas and i'm like you know we're gonna have to do that next year because uh, you know we got a couple more episodes of 360 left uh and he's like okay but but we've got to do this we've got to do this and, and junior's right he takes this to a whole new level kevin harvick does yeah, I'm, I'm like more of the air horn behind a door, scare somebody, prank as they walk to office. Uh, he wants to, like, demolish things. Yeah, well, and TJ's uh, staying behind your door in your hotel room, prank. <laughs> I remembered that. I forgot about it until he said that. I do remember that. And he did. He got me pretty good. I don't even know how he got in there. It, it was very sneaky, but that was funny. We we have a good time. Uh, I mean, I hope that's road. what people take away yeah. more than anything else from what we just played is how much fun – we have together and uh, these guys really they're no different than the people listening right now uh to this podcast they like to hang out uh make fun of each other you know watch college football which is what they were doing when i was in there junior was on his ipad looking through you know countless different uh cars on ebay like he always always doing 
but everybody's just busting each other and having a good time. And it, it really, uh, really enjoyed doing that. So we, the parts that I, the other parts I have recorded, we will play for you in coming weeks. Well, well, there's not a whole lot of that left, though, is there? <laughs> uh, no, there's a little bit. There's a little bit. Hey, you we know, got some more. You know that, that saying. We'll you know that saying. If a tree falls in the forest, do you, does it actually make a sound? Yeah. Now we'll call it. If Taylor Zarzer actually interviews Dale Jr., does it make a sound? And the answer is no. Yeah. I never thought I'd be rattled by a Pomeranian, but I was. You were. You were rattled. See, yeah. you you dropped the ball in the chase. No, I know. It's all June Bug's fault. Well, it's all a, right. it's well, the best that's junior the interview we'll never hear. That's right. That, <laughs> that's <laughs> off the grid uh, there, and uh, we look forward to having that again in weeks to come. All right, it's time now for Reaction Theater. Hey, great race, Dale Jr. Gosh darn it, boy, them guys better watch out next year. You keep on racing like you've been during this chase, they'll be doing the chasing. Dale, yeah? Yes, Jimmy Johnson is pretty good at what he does. I mean, you guys got to give him credit. Also, the 48 and 88 team obviously share shot together, but in my honest opinion, only a fool gives the secrets away. When it boils down to it, you can't give everything away, then the 88 is just going to be as good. I mean, we haven't had a bad season, guys. It's been a good season. Winners don't, don't mean everything. They, they are nice when they come. But let's try to keep a positive outlook. I want to give a shout-out to my boy T.J. Majors, man. He was up there in Texas on that spotter stand, man, saying that his teeth were chattering. He came into the race underdressed. Who knew that in Texas it'd be cold? But you know what? He pushed through it. I didn't even hear his teeth chattering on the radio, so I think he did a good job. I'll let you boy. Man, I wouldn't hate a second-place finish so much if Jimmy and Chad didn't look like such cheese in those cowboy hats. Junior and Stevie would have been, like, wide open Doc Holliday with them things on. I am sick and f***ing tired of finishing second, especially to the 48. Pretty bad when another spotter has to say that it's a shame that the other three teams at Hendrick don't have what 48 has. 48 is ruining the sport. And Quasi, you need to figure out how to squash his little car better than you did. Just make him go the away. I am over this tired that Dale Jr. has issues at Chicago. Tired Jeff Gordon has issues today at Texas. But meanwhile, the Golden Horseshoe securely up Jimmy Johnson's over it. Five time, done with you. Jimmy Johnson, holy that's all I can say. The only irrational thing I can think of is maybe the R&D center at NASCAR will tear down his car and find something totally illegal, strip his wind, give it to Junior. We all know it's not going to happen, but hey, uh, Taylor, on a side note, how about them Red Sox, boy? Yeah! World Series champ! Hell yeah. Man, second again? Are you kidding me? I know JJ's going for a title, but seriously, can we please help a teammate out and give Junior Nation and Dale Jr., which is so hungry for a win. Please give us some gratitude. Yeah, yeah. Can someone please tell me why the 48 has the best freaking car every freaking week and every freaking week they always have the freaking win. I'm so tired of freaking winning every freaking week. Ugh. hate freaking Jimmy Johnson. Okay, first time caller here, and I just can't take it anymore. 
I hope you play this, but you probably won't because of Jimmy. But Junior, if he got the same equipment that Jimmy got, there's no way that Jimmy would be kicking his butt every single week. I am sad. I'm happy for my driver because I think he's wonderful, and I think he's a better driver than Jimmy Johnson. But even when the two-spotter comes on and says, I feel sorry for those other 300 cars because they're not getting the same equipment as the 48, nobody will ever convince me that that equipment is the same. I love my driver, but as long as Jimmy's racing against him and he gets that advantage of the equipment, I don't know if he'll win a championship, and that makes me very sad. Hey, Mike, Taylor been saying it all year junior always gets the second best stuff jimmy gets the championships junior sells t-shirts that's how mr h sees it it's a win-win for him go team 88 hey guys what's up steve burke three four up in columbus i'm disappointed other 88 fans being so pissed off about jimmy johnson winning saying that dale jr gets equipment blah 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 you know what? Quit moaning. The guy doesn't drive for the race team across the street. He drives for Mr. Hendrick. So many people on Twitter were pissing and moaning about it. Just think big picture. It's not that hard. That's all I got, guys. Jimmy Johnson may be winning this championship, but it's way better than Matt Kenseth. Well, here we go again. Junior finished second. Time to put a positive spin on it. When at no time did he ever threaten winning, it was all Jimmy Johnson. Once again, it's time for Steve Latart and the boys to sneak in the shop at night and switch the cars and everything with them and the 48 and uh, leave the points for the and we'll take the win. Hey, brother, this is Macho Man Randy Savage, as well as Stone Cold Steve Austin. First of all, way to go, Dale Jr. on another runner-up finish. Sorry you couldn't get anything for Jimmy Johnson there at the end, but I know you'll get him soon enough. And second of all, I called back at the end of the August Pocono race asking for Mike Hogue to come out and meet me underneath turn four at Texas Motor Speedway. Well, this weekend I waited for him to show up, and he never came. That's right, Mike Hogue. He hasn't forgotten. So next time you're at Texas Motor Speedway, get ready. Get ready for three minutes, three minutes of plate time. And that's the bottom line, because Macho Man says so. Deal, yeah! May uh, Macho Man rest in peace. Hey, Reaction Theater is open 24-7. All you have to do is call toll-free 1-855-740-1902 and leave us your voicemail message, and we'll play the best each week right here on Dirty Mo Radio. And don't forget, there are four flavors of Dale Jr. potato chips, crispy original, zesty jalapeno, Creole and green onion, and Carolina barbecue. Go to DaleJRFoods.com right now and get yours today. Stevie, throw the white flag. There you go, buddy. So tonight is the Dale Jr. Foundation's Driven to Give event. It's one of the biggest fundraisers of the year for the foundation. That's closed to the public. But if you'd like more information on how you can contribute, visit thedalejrfoundation.org. Before Mike, Dale... I want to see if Marty Smith is able to keep his eyes open tonight. Why? He, because I, I, I mean, had, I know he's he, hosting it, but. Yeah. He's had, a, he's had a lot going on lately, you know. He's been traveling man, so. Oh, yeah. Well, that's just Marty Smith, man. He's all over the place. He does a lot of things. A lot of irons in the fire for that guy. So, before Dale Jr. heads to Phoenix this week, he'll have some production work for Diet Mountain Dew. Now, he'll also be stopping by Junior Motorsports this week to check out some new solar panels on the roof, Taylor. 
We're, we're environmentally friendly now at JRM, but you're going to hear more on that this coming week. As we mentioned last week, Dale Jr. is looking for his fastest fan. Go to Goody's Headache Relief Shot Facebook page and view contest instructions on how you can enter your homemade video of doing something fast. Keep it clean, y'all. Dale Jr. will determine who his fastest fan is. Again, go to Facebook.com, Goody's Headache Relief Shot for details. Junior's heading to Phoenix this weekend for race number 35 of the Sprint Cup schedule. Sunday's race is at 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Phoenix time. Saturday's nationwide race will start at 4 p.m. Eastern on ESPN2. Finally, I just I hate to end the show on a sad note, but we lost our dear friend Marcy Scott this past week, and I'd be remiss if I didn't send our heartfelt condolences to the family of Marcy. That includes all the, the staff at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Uh, she was a good one in our little racing community. Uh, we, we already miss her. Yeah, that is a visitation I know today. I was amazed by the impact she had on the entire NASCAR community. Um, a lot of people out there in Texas um, had a tough weekend, but definitely rest in peace, Marcy. And thank you to Dale Earnhardt Jr., to Mike Hogue, to TJ Major, Steve Letarte, to Mike Davis, Dustin Lee. I'm Taylor Zarzer. Appreciate you listening to the Dale Jr. Download. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Have you tried the new Dale Jr. potato chips? Are you wondering where you can find them? Today is your lucky day. Go to DaleJrFoods.com to see where you can find the chips in your area or place an order online. You can have them shipped right to you. That's DaleJrFoods.com.